Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's around the house. Guys, don't use Pinterest for, uh, listen, I'm anti-Pinterest and people are gonna call, I'm really, they're gonna be calling up complaining that I said this, but I've seen so many recipes, disasters, food stuff, you just don't wanna do that you see on Pinterest. And building and decorating is another one. I will say there is one place that Pinterest has value. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's the first stage of a project when you're meeting with a designer. I will tell the homeowner, go through and pick out all the things you like and create a folder. Then go create another folder of the things you hate and share it with all of us. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. This is where we help you become that great caretaker of your home. Welcome, everybody. Hello, Caroline. Hello. It's that time again. It is. So and fast. this is going to be that one. This is going to be that episode, right? That people are going to give their significant other, the spouse, the friends, the family member to go. I'm going to help you help yourself, right? <laughs> but this happens to all of us. This show applies oh, to yeah. every single one of us. So there's no reason you shouldn't listen to this episode. So stay tuned. <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty at this. I'm, I'm guilty of this for a couple different reasons. And you'll get to see what we're talking about here in just a second. But I can be, when I'm doing filming stuff for, you know, DIY segments and stuff, it's very easy to get it finished to be air quotes TV ready <laughs> and not that 95 to a hundred percent finished. Uh oh. <laughs> so it's, I've run into that at times and lately I've been going around and just getting those projects over the finish line just because I had so many for a while there that I was doing that I didn't have a chance to get it finished. And so today we're going to talk about those top 10 reasons why we think you don't get those projects finished. And in, in disclosure, I think home improvement is kind of never done. So, you know, yep. it's kind of a trick question, right? Because you start something and then it kind of always opens up Pandora's box and then you end up with something else you need to do later on down the line. Oh yeah. It's, it's, that's typical, especially, you know, the older the home and even more so the, the, the more it's been messed with, you know, uh, if you've got a 1970s home that is all original and nobody's messed with, you're probably in better shape than that 1940s home that's had four remodels because you've probably had mm -hmm. six people hack their way through it, right? Exactly. So do you want me to go out? We'll start with mine yeah. first and then we'll wrap up with yours. Here we go. All right. My number one on this one, no plan of attack. You did not plan out your project. And what can happen with this? It's kind of like somebody that goes out in, let's say they're going to do a backyard remodel. And the first thing they do is put up the fence around it, but didn't figure out how they're going to get the backhoe in to do the pool later. 
I'm raising my hand. And so you it's get the- It's so easy yeah, to do that. See? You just jump the gun. You think, okay. And then you see, I want to do something else. And you realize you had just no plan. I do that. Yeah. Yeah. And so that lack of plan, you know, like with my house, it was interesting because I was doing the kitchen and bathroom about the same time. I really had to get some things done before others. And so it was, okay, I got to tear the the ceiling out of the kitchen so I can wrap the bathroom up, but I couldn't put the ceiling back up in until I had that done and I knew I had everything up in there. So there was a lot of things like that where we were weaving things in and being that I've got 30 years in this profession, even for me, that plan was critical because I would have torn that ceiling down probably three times if I would have been a regular homeowner doing it, even with the best plan. So really plan it out, figure out the steps, and part of that's figuring out the materials and everything you need and getting it there before you start it. What's your first like quick tip? How what's the best way to plan? Like, is it hiring a professional? Is it, you know, making sure you write it down, your steps one through 10? I mean, what, give somebody a quick tip that they can utilize to plan better. Visualize the project from start to finish. Nice. Sit down, visualize your plan. OK, I'm going to remove this. I'm going to fix this no matter what it is. This is my plan. Start the steps through. Plan those steps out. Here's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So you understand what those are. Good call. Visualize. Because sometimes you, you'll catch stuff that you're like, oh, I can't do that because this is going to get in the way or that's going to get in the way. And then think about at the end of it, once you get that planned out, what's your overall plan for that space? Are you painting yourself in a proverbial corner, right? Per oh, I didn't think about this. Uh, I got to do this first. Perfect example. I just put a slider in from my kitchen and Eric noticed right away mm -hmm. after the slider went in that the vent duct was below the slider door. Not code, right? Yeah. And kind of yeah. stupid because now if you open the door, you're going to be pulling in exhaust right into the kitchen. Yep. And there was no way. So things like that. Look out for these little idiosyncrasies that you just may not be paying attention to because you're looking at the overall big picture, right? Like look at fine detail. Yeah, you weren't even looking at that. I just saw the picture you were talking about. We were talking about flashing, actually. And I'm like, hey, your vent's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> right. So see. You're like, what? <laughs> so those things, you know, you're doing a kitchen remodel soon. So it's it's going to fix itself because. Exactly. You're going to get rid of that, that downdraft or come up with a better plan. It's like, look at the detail. Yeah. That was a good example, but look at the detail. That was a great example. And so that's one of those things. And, you know, and if you're pulling, you know, let's say you're you're doing a big remodel, you want to have that for permits anyway. If you're pulling permits on a huge project, those plans are going to be all part of what you're doing. So just make sure you've got that. That's that's probably the first big tip that I would get. And if you've got a friend or a neighbor that has more experience and you ask them, say, hey, this is my plan. This is where I'm going. What do you think? Yeah, get a set. Of, I think that's my recommendation. If top tip, get another set mm -hmm. of eyes on it. Because look at how Eric helped me, right? Just have someone else look at what you're going to do and they might spot something and get someone with a critical Absolutely. eye. Don't use someone that's going to be like, hey, that's just great. Oh, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. Get that critical it's, it's friend. Tough. And even the professionals will do that. Yeah. <laughs> get the critical friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one that won't pull punches. Yes. My number two on this list, let's do this before we go out to break. The budget runs out. Inflation kicked your butt. Uh, well, that's right? easily happening right now. Everything costs so much money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so bad. You know, and lumber prices are going down. 
material prices on a lot of other things are going up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy. I was just talking with um, some roofing companies in our area and we're starting to see, you know, we had this huge need for roofing over the last few years and people were doing a lot of work on their homes now because of oil prices going up, labor prices going up, gas prices going up, all those things go into a roof. People are starting to dive off of those roofing projects. So the roofers are getting less and less busy right now. So what we're seeing is that those new companies that came on over the last couple of years that maybe worked on crews, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Hey, we're going to be working on a, we're going to start our own crew. I was a, I was a roofer and I'm going to start my own business. Those guys are going to start bailing off. Hmm. and go back to work for other roofing companies. So we're going to start to see this. So as a homeowner, be careful, you know, make sure you're dealing with reputable companies out there because we're going to start to see guys kind of shut down. And that usually means somebody gets held holding a bag for those new guys because a deposit was given and a project. So just watch out for that because you're going to see that stuff happening. So, but watch those budgets, inflation's coming. Uh, It's still there. And we're going to see that in the near future. And just to give an example, so last, before COVID, I bought a box of shingles, you know, your cedar typical underlayment with a, with a shingle, right? And it cost $170 mm-hmm. back then, $360 yep. for a box now. Yeah. That's a lot. Absolutely. Double. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Double the money. So that'll blow the budget up. All right. When we come back here, I want to dive into the rest of these because we've got some good tips for you that I think we're going to be able to help you with. Hey, and before we go, make sure you jump over to aroundthehouseonline.com if you have questions. And if you're listening on the podcast, make sure that you subscribe, hit that subscribe download. Even if you're on your desktop, make sure if you're on Apple, hit that subscribe button and it'll let you know anytime a new episode is up. Around the House will be right back after these important messages. Don't go anywhere. Hey, I'm Rudy Wade, and you're listening to Around the House with Eric G. and Caroline B. Listen to my music to improve your home. You got me thinking about the day we move Welcome back to the Around the House show. We are talking today about our top 10 things that, uh, well, cause you not to get that project finished. Prevent you <laughs> from finishing your project. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so bad when people get going and, and we've all been guilty of it in the past. Yeah. You just, you just can't get it done. And guys, just, uh, or girls, women, everyone visit us uh, on social media. We love to hear your comments. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. What else am I forgetting? We're all over the place around yeah, the house show. Everywhere with TikTok. <laughs> Eric's going to do some TikToks. No. Uh, I don't know. I, if I do, I won't be off using my machine. That's for sure. So <laughs> I don't want to give him access. So I'm going to have to go buy one of those burner phones and do it or something. So that way. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Burner phone. <laughs> you could do some videos for us on Instagram though. Oh yeah. You no can question. do all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah. We'll have some new stuff coming out. Just wait. Well, number three on my list here is a big one. You didn't order enough materials. And I'm do. guilty of this too. I have a project that I just did and I'm like, I'm two boxes short of flooring that I just got ordered because 
I was going and I made a change midway. I'm, I'm going to do it differently. I'm going to go like this. And I would have had enough material, but because I, I made some changes, I didn't. So now that project is sitting there on hold waiting for materials to come in. That's it. Or and the materials might not my fault. The materials might not be available. So when you go back to reorder, could be back ordered, could be that they stop making right? yeah, stop making that lot. That's that usually happens to me. They've changed the the look. You know, and let me tell you what, I've seen this more and more with products coming that were in China when we have have been having these embargo issues slash you know, um, there was a bunch of stuff in the kitchen cabinet and countertop industry where the, it's a great example, where the the State Department got involved and we put tariffs, huge tariffs, like hundreds of percent on cabinets coming out of China because they were dumping cabinets into the U.S. below market prices. So there's <laughs> this huge fine, which made a big rate increase. So what happens is, is they shut those factories down in China and moved them to Vietnam or India or other places over in Southeast Asia. The problem is, is when they moved the factory, they made changes. So maybe the finish might not match or the dye lots way different. And so you have to be really careful of these companies that, that were dodging that to get around that, you know, those tariffs and, and, and penalties. So even I had a problem with my, underlayment right under the overhang i have a vinyl exterior that goes over it and remember i was mm-hmm. looking for double fives oh, yeah. with basket weave that's your it's your siding right it's your soffit siding mm-hmm. and so now they've changed it and so what i had to do was use the old one on the top eric and now i had to go with triple with a different basket weave on the bottom it's relatively close i mean your eye naked yeah. eye couldn't tell the difference between the two soffits it's different but it is because you can't get it anymore so vinyl That's siding one of the things like, with vinyl siding is tough, right? Every couple of years they swatch it, switch it out. It's like vinyl flooring. All of a sudden there's a new pattern, a new color, a new everything. It's just slightly different and you can't match it. You can't put it together. And that's a good side note to this one here of not ordering enough materials. Order extra. Put it up in the in the attic. You know, if you've got Save tile, some. order a few extra boxes. If you've got vinyl siding, order another box or two and put it up someplace where it's safe. Have that extra materials there for repairs and things down the road. I've got boxes of tile for all around my house. Me too. Just put too. up just so if I have to do a repair down the road, something changes, I'm good to go. Or you crack a tile, you drop a mug on it, and now you need a new replacement. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's go over here. The next one, which is a huge one. I think we all have ran into this one. Those Dreaded hidden issues, the can of worms, <laughs> you know, that can of worms that you open up. <laughs> That's the one. That makes you want to have a drink. Yeah. Well, it's also a can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I'm a little slow to the game. That's <laughs> oh, all good. So anyway, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, you get the wall opened up and go, <gasps> that's not what I was thinking. I mean, I had a, I had a project, for instance, that I was working on. I had ordered cabinets for this couple that was, you know, this is a number of years ago. 1800s house, really cool. They start sanding the floor and the more they sand the floor for the hardwoods in spots, the darker that fur floor got. Well, they didn't realize that there had been a fire, electrical fire in the crawl space down below and it had burned up to the subfloor in spots. <gasps> and the pre- they had just bought the house. 
the previous owners had hit it. And you're like, how do you know the previous owner had hit it? Well, the year before, the an electrician had owned the house and he ran all new electrical for the house. Well, because it had an electrical fire and he put up insulation in the crawl space and then put up panels down there, OSB panels to hide it, to hold uh-huh. the insulation. It was supposedly there to hold the insulation up. No, it was there to hold the, hold the, uh, hide the fire damage mm. that was unrepaired. So I have choice ended up words. Going back and, I have oh, choice yeah. words for people who do that. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's rough. So it's one of those things that anyway, long story short, without getting too deep into this one, they ended up getting money back on that, but they literally had to rip out the entire floor of the kitchen where they thought they were standing the hardwoods. They ripped it down floor joists out. They had to start over, which I actually liked because the floor was so out of whack when they were going to install the kitchen, they were going to have the floor in the kitchen length had an inch and a half of difference in it. So it was mm-hmm. going to be, you were going to have a 36 inch countertop at one side and a 37 inch high countertop at the oh, end of the no. run. It was going to be not good, but they fixed it. But those are those things that many times will sideline the project. And all of a sudden it just stalls out. So should we touch on, start getting into mine? Yeah, let's get into yours real quick. Cause I'm going to do, I'm going to do number 10. So we're going to get yours next. Okay. So I'm going to say you don't have the right tools. Oh, you just can't complete it. That's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Don't have the right stuff, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have your Makita. To me, I think doing a project is a perfect example of you expanding your tool collection. You know, let's say you're going to do a a deck project and man, I need a new saw. All right. Great time to to slide that new saw into the project. Right. But maybe you're never going to use that saw again. That's when you go down to the tool rental center and rent that tool and use it and then take it back when you're done. Some tools are really expensive too. If you get into the wrong project, you could definitely, now you're, now you're back to budget. You've got not the right tool and a budgetary issue. Now, I've got another one here. Here's a little secret. I've seen this in metropolitan areas. Have you seen tool libraries? No, what's that? So what it is, it's like a library of tools. So you can go in in your neighborhood tool library and check out tools and then return them. Where is this? Is this online? Can I see this? Where do I Uh, Google It's neighborhood. So it's like you'll see it in a neighborhood. There'll be tool libraries where... Where, um, you know, metropolitan areas, we used to have a couple here in uh, Portland that were tool libraries that you could go borrow tools from. Yep. Now you can get that project finished. All right. We come back. We're going to dive into more of these. Carolina, hear the music going. We'll be back right after these important messages. Don't go anywhere. Hey guys, you're listening to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. I'm Zeke Sky, and I'm going to show you how to shred it out while you're building it up. Welcome back to the Around the House show. Caroline and I have been talking today about, well, those top 10 reasons why you're not getting those projects finished. And we're trying to help you get these things wrapped up so you can move on to other ones, right? Absolutely. Keep on trucking. Man, it's it's so bad, and I'm 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 guilty of this. And actually, after the show today, I'm going to be working on some stuff, trying to get some projects just over that finish line. And uh, 
I'm going to, I'm going to add a little side note here on something too, for summertime projects that we're not going to put in the list. Sometimes weather can get in the way. Oh yeah. That was a good one. It's not on our list. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's going to be hundred percent humidity. It's going to be a hundred degrees. It's going to be freezing cold, raining, snowing. Yep. Deck painting. That's always the worst. Deck painting can never get done because it constantly rains when you want to do it. Except here, you know, I'm in my little microclimate of Portland, Oregon. (laughs) We are like 50 days without rain right now. Wow. That's so a lot. it is not rain for 50 days. I bet you we'll be, you know, 60 by the time this is done. But who knows? As soon as I say that, then it rains, right? It's very dry here as well in the Northeast. I mean, all the grass is brown and ugly and definitely, I yeah. think we're getting rain today though. So that's good. There you go. So. That's not a bad thing. All right. What's your next one on the list there, Caroline? This is my problem because I'm tiny and I can't lift things. I need a grabo. You need more people to help you on your project. I can never not have a strong friend. That could be male, could be female, but somebody who's much stronger than me. Nice. <laughs> you probably see the grabo right over my shoulder on the tool base there, don't you? <laughs> I do. See over my thumb. <laughs> Tell everybody what a grabo is if they don't know. Oh, Grabo is awesome. What it is, is it's a vacuum handle, basically. So it's around, it's battery powered. It's a vacuum powered device. So if you want to move a piece of tile, you put it on there, hit the button and it goes, create suction. And all of a sudden you got it. Lifts up to 375 pounds. So it's what it's great for moving drywall, moving a sheet of plywood, installing plywood or drywall so you know you're going to put it up on the ceiling or a wall you can put that on the one part of it stick it up there hold on to it and you've got a good handle without trying to grab the edge or pressure it's so or things awkward. like that it's so much easier you know how drywall comes in two sheets connected well i was trying to move that this past weekend so you can imagine me oh. trying it's so heavy for me i can't and like everybody's yeah. like separate it just take it apart and i'm like no no i could do it yeah well and then my back was out no. So you need help, say, helpers. If you don't have the help, you're not going to get it done. Yeah, no question. No question. That's a big one. And getting that help over there, calling the neighbor, you know, hiring some help. Just remember when you're hiring help, they're your employees. So make sure that uh, if they're not licensed, bonded, insured, uh, you're responsible for them if they get injured. Make some friends that Be like to do careful. home improvement too. That's why you should go to Around the House Nation because you could meet other like-minded people who live in your area and then you can, you know, call on them when you need help. But make oh, sure yeah. you have it's insurance. It's like, you know, I've got my, got my friends around here, you know, Hey William, can you come help me? Hey Sean, can you come help me? You know, those kind of things. I just need a hand doing something real quick and it's helpful. So. And sometimes it's, it's not even something heavy. It could be, you know, you just need two people to hold it down while you do it. You just don't have enough hands. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm guilty. I've, I've hurt myself a few times or damaged materials not getting the right help. So oh, it's, it's better just to get the help. All right. What's your next one? This is one I'm completely guilty of. And I'm sure a lot of people out there do this. I ran out of time and it's because oh. I've always decided to do a big project before a big event, a birthday's coming, Christmas is coming, friends are coming over, someone's coming to stay and I get it in my mind. Yes. That I'm going to do a big project and make my house look better right before the guests come. And you never get it done. And then you uh, abandon ship. 
I had this project. It was a waterfront multi-million dollar home, probably 15 years ago we were doing. Builders started building it. It was going to be like, we're going to be done July 31st on your house. And that was the date of completion done. So what happens? The homeowner decides to put her daughter's wedding in the backyard on August 1st. What? Oh, yeah. So it was three weeks left to go. And it looked like it was extreme home makeover. (laughs) Every trade was there. And I'm just shaking my head going, even when you're hiring somebody to do that, if you have that drop dead, horrible plan there, you will get burned every single time. See? I mean, it is so, it's so bad when you put a, I mean, you want to get the project done, but that project got finished on time. Do I want that in my house? Do I want every trade hurrying? No, you are asking for so many problems. And plus your house becomes a train. I mean, I just had it happen to me because I had a big opening in the ex- outside of my house, right? I ripped the side of the house off. And so then everybody's trampling through, making a mess. I mean, the house is just wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's it just happens. And so... Don't do it to yourself. I can't tell you how many times that uh, as a kitchen and bath designer, I had the, what I call the helpful husband Mm. come in. Hey, it's a month before Thanksgiving. My wife's out of town with her friends this weekend. I ripped the kitchen out. How fast can I get cabinets? Um, (laughs) Six to eight weeks, eight to 10 weeks. What? And I'm like, and, and they're shocked going, what? I can't get them like next week. No, they're built to order. What do you mean? And now they have destroyed the house right before the Thanksgiving holiday. And so many people that happens to, and they got to turn around and well, cancel it, move Abandoned. it. But you know, Abandoned that gentleman it. fell into like three different categories. So he had not proper planning. He didn't have yep. materials and he had people coming over. So he's like a total fail. <laughs> total fail. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's one of those. That's one of those. And it's, it's absolutely crazy when people do that. Um, you don't get the good project. I mean, I always want that contractor to finish on time, but if you end up being too hardball on that or yourself, you're rushing it and rushing it is not a good thing. No. And there's always so going to be that's some caveat one. that appears, you know, as you talked about Pandora's box well, will open. And- it does. And you're also more likely to get hurt too. I mean, it's, you forget safety, you know, Oh, I got to go grab my, I can get this done. I forgot to grab my safety glasses. I, you know, I'm tired. I got myself hurt. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake. You know, that all gets very expensive. This is, this is, I'm guilty of this one too. I guess that's why it's on the list. <laughs> you did it for the glam effect. Glam, G-L-A-M guys. You went on Pinterest you see this really great concept, you try to implement it and it fails tremendously because it's just not possible and you can't get it done. And so now you've got a project half done and you're just beside yourself. Uh, It's my pet peeve of people trying to slide chandeliers over bathtubs. (laughs) How many times have we seen that picture of the long shots, like from the hallway down the bathroom and the beautiful freestanding tub is there They've got the beautiful chandelier and the eight foot ceiling hanging over it. And I'm like, that is against 
all building code in the United States. <laughs> and there is nobody in the world that's putting in that in and getting an inspection. Guys, don't use Pinterest for, uh, listen, I'm anti-Pinterest and people are going to call. I'm really, they're going to calling up complaining that I said this, but I've seen so many recipes, disasters, food stuff. You just don't want to do that you see on Pinterest and building and decorating is another one. I will say there is one place that Pinterest has value. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's the first stage of a project when you're meeting with a designer and contractor, because I will tell that designer as a designer and that contractor, I will tell the homeowner, all right, Mrs. Smith, Mr. Smith, whatever, go through and pick out all the things you like and create a folder. Right. Mm -hmm. Then go create another folder of the things you hate and share it with all of us. That's good. So Pinterest is good for that. It's good for that. Yeah. It's good for that. All right, Carolyn, let's go out to break. We'll wrap this up in the last segment. We'll do that just as soon as Around the House returns. Hi everybody, I'm Ari Kameen from Steven Adler's band and you are listening to Around the House with Eric G and the beautiful Caroline. Welcome back to the Around the House show. Now, if you want to get a hold of us, feel free to reach out aroundthehouseonline.com or you can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and don't forget our closed group, Around the House Nation. And on the podcast, make sure you subscribe everywhere you catch those podcasts. You know, we've had a big run here on uh, Apple recently where we've had a bunch of new people come on and we appreciate it. And Thanks for tuning in. Well, Caroline, I wanted to talk about probably one of the biggest ones that I'm personally guilty of on this list. And? Little ADHD. Lack of focus. Yeah. You're all over you, the place. You get it to 75%. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> and this can be something not so in my case, but I've had this in the past where your spouse or partner puts the pressure on you to go get the next project done and you're not done yet. That happens. Or, or we can come in ladies. I mean, I'm guilty of this and saying, you know, it would be better if you just did it this way. It's not looking right. Can we change oh, this? Yeah. The cha Come on. Everybody's guilty of that. It just doesn't, yeah. it's not what I envisioned. Can we, it's the wrong Which can color. be. <laughs> this can be though, like watching somebody doing a painting and the painting's not fun, not finished yet. And you're like, Oh, that's not it yet. They're not done painting the painting yet. <laughs> that's a hard one. So I've had, I've had significant others in the past that were very ADHD that had lack of patience where you'd like 70% and they're like, all right, Hey, can you get that done over there now? And I'm like, Whoa, oh, whoa. <laughs> I'm going to get this done first. Hold on. Tap the brakes. Let me finish this first. And so those are things that you got to be really careful with. Well, hey, let's recap the nine that we've done so far here, Caroline. We had um, my first one. It was no plan of attack. 
Next one was the budget runs out slash, you know, project inflation or project creep. Number three, I had, uh, you didn't order enough materials. Mm -hmm. Number four was hidden issues. And then we jumped over to yours. And I kicked in with, you don't have the right tools. That was a big one. Oh, yeah. Um, you need more people to help you. You don't have enough manpower or lady power. Yep. You ran out of time because you were scheduling an event and had something big coming up. Don't have enough time to get it done before that happens. And then, of course, you did it for the glam. Hey, you did it because you thought it would look good and then just didn't look good. And it didn't. And failure. And then I just dropped in the lack of personal focus or someone dragging you into the next project before you could get that one finished. That's such a good one because so many couples like break down, get divorced, have arguments over home improvement projects. It's, you know, it's just like money. You have to agree and you're in one residence and it's not easy. Kitchen remodels are the probably the number one home improvement project that leads to divorce. I know. Because you have people, whether you're hiring a dude and yourself, you have people coming in to a house for probably a couple months, invading your personal space. Things are tore up. It doesn't feel like you're home because you're doing dishes in the bathtub or whatever you're exactly. doing. It can be rough if you're not planning it out correctly. It's so stressful. And then also, I think it just brings out everybody's little quirks and idiosyncrasies like whatever your partner does that bothers you is going to come out during home improvement process. oh yeah so <laughs> bad so bad and so let's let's break this down here let's go back to the kind of the thirty thousand foot level now that we've given nine out i'll give the 10th one here at the end but let's kind of break it down for a little bit one of my biggest tips to help with these nine so far is to look back at your project which is your home right mm-hmm. you know Inside, outside, all of it to back up and come up with a 30,000 foot game plan of the entire house of what you want to have the done, have it to finished, complete, done. The bird's eye view. Take a big view. Yeah. That way you can get these things in the correct order. We kind of teased about it earlier in the show. But it's one of those things you, you don't want to put the fence up before you put the pool in, right? It's very true. You want to be able to, or at least have access where you build a big enough gate where people can get in there with equipment or <laughs> yes. access. Yes. You know, how many times do I see people put the lawn in and they go, oh, I forgot to put the sprinkler system in. Now I got to dig the lawn up to put the sprinkler system in. No, should have put that in first. So you want to have the right, correct you know, sense of things. Like for instance, if you've got a plumber coming out and you're putting a sprinkler system in later in the year and they're already doing plumbing, make sure that they're hooking that up or roughing that in so you can complete it later on. Get those things done because if you have to call that plumber out seven times, it's always going to be more expensive than if you brought them out twice. That's right. I think this is such so bring that project into scale. Good advice yeah. because we all do it. Like I'm very much an impulse. Like I'll look at something and I'm like, I just got to do this now. I don't like the way this window looks. The window's irking me. And I'm not thinking about the big project. I'm thinking about that particular thing that's bothering me at the time. And there's always going to be these, like, look, I took out a slider and there were hidden water pipes in the walls. So now I had to get yeah. a plumber. And then I decided, hey, wait, those water pipes are there. 
I could put in an outdoor shower really easily, which is what I want to do. So I kind of did what you said. I'm thinking big picture. But now I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, if this plumber's coming out, I might as well have him put in an outdoor shower because I've got the stuff there. But I wasn't planning an outdoor shower. Yeah, that's shower. project creep. And that's okay. <laughs> you, you found it and you wanted to do something with it, right? You're like, hey, while I'm at it here, let's get this done. And, you know, the while you're at it can get expensive. But in the long run, they do save you money because you're, you're setting your next project up. You know, and it's just like your deck. We were talking about your deck, right? Mm. Great example. You did the windows and you did the sliders and all that stuff that you're doing right there. And I'm like, whoa, hold, tap the brakes on your siding until you make sure you know exactly what's going on Mm -hmm. with the deck because you're going to have to flash that. And the last thing you want to do is to have the deck people come out and go, oh, all that siding you just paid to come off. off. Now we're going to tear it off. Hey, uh, Caroline, can you order two more boxes of siding now? And that's $600, (laughs) right? $700. And you're in trouble. So that's where that plan comes together, where you're trying to do that and to make sure. That's the big thing is just come up with that bigger picture. So when you do something, it sets you up down the road for the next projects. It'll save you money and it'll get the project going so much faster. So if you're not down the road, if you're not as experienced like you are at looking at something and kind of figuring out those little idiosyncrasies that could happen, what do you recommend? Where does someone go to get help doing something like that? Can they go to a box store? Can they go talk to somebody? You know, where do you, how do you figure that out? You know, I would, I would bring in a building professional and pay them to help you design it out, whether it's a DIY project Mm -hmm. or some of it's probably going to require a contractor out there, if even for the most experienced people. So find your contractor and sit down, you know, compensate them. I don't expect them to be working out there for free, but have them come up with an overall plan for your house. Maybe it's a five-year plan. Maybe it's a seven-year plan. Maybe it's a 10-year plan, whatever it is. Kind of figure it out and figure out if you've got the right person, what you're going to tackle and what they're going to tackle and make sure that you get that stuff. If you pay somebody to help you like a, a designer or architect or somebody like that that's involved in the process, it will save you money every single time and it will give you a much better project when it's all said and done. Great advice. You have a plan. Great advice. And so that's a big one, you know, and and it's the same thing like we talked about with some of these other things, the hidden issues. If you are inexperienced, and most people are in remodeling, if you're inexperienced, bringing in somebody that can go, hey, that could be a problem, whether it's a friend, a family person, you know, somebody in the family that's got more experience. Mm-hmm. If that second set of eyes, like we talked about, can really get things dialed in because they're going to go, hey, that wall could be load bearing. <laughs> exactly. Really? I was just going to cut it out. Well, maybe we should get someone in to do like it. your vent. Okay. That's, your vent is yep. under your, your like, door now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are all things you got to do. So let's do number 10. Uh, since we're down to a minute here, you know, we've already hit the, the last nine. And number 10 is, well, Caroline, I think we're just not going to get to it today. What does that mean? We just so I quit. I guess we're going to have to call this project. <laughs> we just quit. We just quit. Done. <laughs> we're just like, ah, number 10. Well, we're not going to get to it. And thus leaving this project unfinished. 
Hey, make sure you subscribe over to Around the House Nation. That is our closed group because all your projects you're working on right now, make sure and share them up over there. Love to see what you're working on. We've had some great ones over the last few weeks shared up there. I want to see your project. Caroline does. We've got some great people over there. I hear the music coming. Have a good week, everyone. And I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around the House. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.